Die podcast catechism of the Catholic Church in one year. This is day 14. We continue with paragraph 101. In order to reveal himself to men in the condescension of his goodness, God speaks to them in human words. Indeed, the words of God expressed in the words of men are in every way like human language, just as the word of the eternal father, when he took on himself, the flesh of human weakness became like men. Through all the words of sacred scripture, God speaks only one single word, his one utterance in whom he expresses himself completely. You recall that one and the same word of God extends throughout scripture, that it is one and the same utterance that resounds in the mouths of all the sacred writers. Since he who was in the beginning, God, with God, has no need of separate syllables, for he is not subject to time. For this reason, the church has always venerated the scriptures as she venerates the Lord's body. She never ceases to present to the faithful the bread of life taken from the one table of God's word and Christ's body. In sacred scripture, the church constantly finds her nourishment and her strength, for she welcomes it not only as a human word, but as what it really is, the word of God. In the sacred books, the Father who is in heaven comes lovingly to meet his children and talks with them. God is the author of sacred scripture. The divinely revealed realities, which are contained and presented in the text of sacred scripture, have been written down under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. For Holy Mother Church, relying on the faith of the apostolic age, accepts as sacred and canonical the books of the Old and the New Testaments, whole and entire, with all their parts, on the grounds that, written under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, they have God as their author and have been handed on as such to the church herself. God inspired the human authors of the sacred books. To compose the sacred books, God chose certain men who, all the while he employed them in this task, made full use of their own faculties and powers, so that, though he acted in them and by them, It was his true authors that they consigned to writing whatever he wanted written, and no more. The inspired books teach the truth. Since, therefore, all that the inspired authors of sacred scriptures affirm should be regarded as affirmed by the Holy Spirit, we must acknowledge that the books of sacred scripture firmly, faithfully, and without error teach the truth which God, for the sake of our salvation, wished to see confided to the sacred scriptures. Still, the Christian faith is not a religion of the book. Christianity is a religion of the word of God, a word which is not written and mute word, but the word which is incarnate and living. If the scriptures are not to remain a dead letter, Christ, the eternal word of the living God, must, through the Holy Spirit, open our minds to understand the scriptures. Father Jack. Thanks, Bill. So the... This idea of one unique word being uttered uttered by God. This is this is a um, probably an overlooked point. A lot of times is that when when we think of when we call Christ, you know, the Word of the Father, Logos. When we when we use all of these terms, we we tend to just think, okay, that's a nice thing, right? That we we kind of overlook it. Maybe because we like the other titles a little bit more, right? Christ, Lord, Savior. Um, son of man, son of David, whatever you want to say. But, but this idea of this one word being spoken, 
right? That this is the epitome of of what what God offers, of who who He Himself is. This is this is not an a, a point maybe of, um, you know, the the most basic catechesis, but rather this is a, something we should be taking, I think, more more frequently to prayer is is the fact that it all this all is a spoken moment of God. Right, that there is, since he is outside of time, it's not that, um, you know, there are all these kind of individual stories, right? It's, it's, it, it speaks to what our understanding of Scripture ought to be. Because when we think of, you know, as, as a paragraph, I think it was um, 103, no, 104. But anyway, uh, it's not that God needed syllables, right? He doesn't need to speak in time, right? That there is just one word because because of who, because of his perfection, that we need to think of that too. As as what is the nature of scripture? It's it's not like the other books that we read. This isn't good. I mean, it is good literature, but it's not meant to be good literature or a good history book. This, although it has history in it, it's not meant to be uh, a moral how-to book, right? Even though it does provide us on how to live. No, this is God showing Himself to us right, at, at its core, and that there are no mistakes in it because of that. Now, how we grab it, now that can be a mistake, right? We can take what is good and use it for something that is wrong, right? You can, um, you can do that with any number of things. Like this, is not a, this should not come as a surprise to us that we have figured out how something good and made it into something evil, right? We do it pretty much daily. And if you don't believe me, you can sit on my side of the confessional. But that what we're getting at is that God is speaking, right? That God is still moving, Right, that he is putting out these words, but not as dead words, not as not like when I write, you know, a letter to the parish, it's out there and I don't get and and it may be imperfect and it may be heard later and it's not quite exactly what I meant. But God's word is still being spoken. Right? His his total perfection of all the all that is is still out there, right? That this moment of of him showing himself exists living and active as it truly is all of these great self self communicating moments are for this sake that we may know what the truth is or more precisely who the truth is and that's where we have to to remind ourselves is that we're not the the, the words of scripture are not in third person <laughs> nearly as much as we think right this isn't uh you know Matthew writing about um, writing about Jesus without knowing who Jesus is. That rather Matthew was inspired by the God who is Jesus Christ, you know, through the Holy Spirit to write about Jesus. Right. So, unlike other religions of the book, quote unquote, we don't like that. We're not that. We're a religion of the Word, because the Word is the person. Right. Because and it's and it's not that the Scripture is insufficient, but because we know from First uh, Timothy three sixteen that it is good for every reproof and correction and for every um, or everything right that Scripture is is sufficient, but rather that it it is insufficient because it is a mediated uh, access to God. That our religion, our whole faith, although we revere Scripture for exactly what it is, it isn't what we worship. It is, in fact only a helper to get there, right? To get to the person of the word, 
that the as much as we are inspired, as much as these are inspired words, and and rightly so, we should give them great reverence and and an honor. But we, we as Christians, are people of Jesus Christ. That is who we follow, not a dead word, not a book that gives us a how-to, but truly a person, a divine person, who is showing himself to us, so we may follow after him in all that he does.